Who's your second favourite team at the moment? Who's my second favourite? I don't have one. Isn't everyone's second favourite team Collingwood now? Well, apparently, but no. <laughs> well, I just, I've said it before. <laughs> I don't, I, don't I, know about that. Was no. Well, I've said it before. I enjoy watching. Them. Well, I enjoyed watching our next guest play. That's for sure. I'm not too sure about Collingwood, but no, I did. Uh, <laughs> our next guest, Captain the Pies, uh, to the 1990 Premiership. And look, how happy is he that uh, there's another final series? Oh, well, you know, an unexpected final series, uh, I suppose, for the Magpies to enjoy. And that's Tony Shaw. G'day, Shorey. G'day, chaps. How are you? We're fantastic, right. mate. Uh, hey, now, tell us, did you expect this at all? Yeah, of course we expected it. We don't we don't miss the finals very often. And um, matter of fact, I um, I thought they'd finish tenth. No, I'm only joking. No, um, no, no. Look, it was it's been a fantastic year. They've done really well, and um, you know the coach and all the coaching staff and, and the players. Yeah, you know, they've they've uh, listened to what needed to change, and uh, they've become a a long kicking, very attacking team, which uh, we hadn't been over the last couple of years. But no one's fault. That's what coaches go with. But no, they've done a really good job. And now they qualify, they get a second chance and hopefully you don't need it and they go straight in the preliminary final. Well, that's very true. Yes, one win or two wins away from the granny. Uh, now, we've heard Peter Dacos, I think, this week. Um, if you're talking about the Magpies and their culture that they've created sort of this year. Um, it's more of an exclu- um, inclusive club than uh, other years. I mean, you were saying, I think he's been in the club more times uh, this year than he has uh, in the past sort of 20 to 30 years. Have you experienced that as well? Um, look, I think all clubs are opening up, aren't they? You know, you, you've, when you sort of talk about inclusive, there's so many themes that go with each round of football, just not from the AFL level, but club level. You know, you've got the AFL women now starting at this time of the year, which is a lot different and a lot better for them. So, yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I, I go down the club when the club asks me to do something. Um, you know, they, they gave me the opportunity to play the game at the top level and I'll do anything for them at any time. Um, but whether you're invited, that's probably the thing. But yeah, look, I, I think I've been down a couple of times, or you know, you know, a number of times this year, any more than any other year. I'm not sure, but it feels like a really good place. Um, they, they look like they're having a bit of fun, which is, I think, a really important thing in today's game because I don't think uh, a lot of modern players enjoy the game. They, 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 it's a business, and I think we're we're doing that at the moment. But you enjoy the game a hell of a lot when you win, and let me tell you. Absolutely. Uh, it was here. We heard, uh, I think it was even Nathan Buckley himself say that uh, it's like it's been a, a breath of fresh air or a time to breathe for Collingwood this year, given that there's no Nathan and no Eddie. Um, whilst, respectfully, they have done great things for football and uh, adored. Is that, do you subscribe to that sort of feeling? Well, you know, look, you're right. They did great things. But I, I think, look, any time you have a new coach, there's normally historically a, a little bit of an upward impetus that happens from that. But when you've got a new background as a board and uh, and president and you know, probably let the players do the talking for your club, um, that's what's happened. But they've changed game style too. So it's all just come together. Um, you know, if you come in as a new coach and you're going to do exactly the same as what they were doing, you're going to have the same result. So... It wasn't too hard, but I think Craig, you know, having played in, uh, you know, three premierships with Brisbane, he, he knew what it meant to win. Um, he knew what it meant to be in a winning culture. He knew what competitiveness uh, needed to be, uh, make sure that, uh, you know, they compete at the top level. You know, they've, had, they've had some great wins over uh, over this year, a lot of tight ones, but that belief, um, you're going to have to do it, you know, pretty well to the top level 
um, to because you're meeting the uh, the, hot, the top echelon of sides now. So, but that's what you qualify for. Yes, well, yeah, correct. And now, how is it the ticker, mate? Uh, after this year, a lot of close ones that the pies have got up against. Yeah, well, my ticker, I don't know. I'm getting older and older. <laughs> Every day that I wake up, it's a bonus for me, chaps. Let me tell you, and uh, that's the way Tommy Hafey looked at it too. But yeah, look, they've won the close ones, but I, I wouldn't expect that you'd want to be sitting four goals down against some of the opposition they're going to play in this final series. So, uh, And I'm talking about Geelong, I'm talking about Melbourne, um, you know, these sides in who defensively to sort of shut things down. Um, so, yeah, look, I'd rather that you're eight goals up and um, coming in the last quarter because you're not going to get beaten very often from there. Now, how do you see uh, this week playing out, apart from a huge crowd and uh, great atmosphere? I think this stands out just as a game that you can nearly breed. Um, you know, the Pies have lost contested... And they've, they've done it out, outside the norm. They've, they've lost contested possession, clearances a lot. But what they do is they rebound well once their defence wins the ball. Um, you'd like to even that up a little bit with Geelong to say that they haven't got the total supply that they can get in. You know, Geelong, I think, in the last month, have had plus 20 inside 50s in their opposition. Now, that's massive. If, if that, that supplier was to continue against Collingwood, um, oh, gee, your forward line would want to be pretty efficient. So, And Geelong's got some ripper. You know, we, we know what their forward line can do. So you know, I think the game statistically stands out how each side does it. Um, but who's going to do it best on the day is going to be very interesting. I think, I think Collingwood's ruck duo need to compete as forwards. I'd like to see if they can kick three between them just to add to whatever's going around the others because um, I think that's pretty important. But, you know, you're talking about a great defence in Geelong, but they also the, the highest scoring side. So, um, yeah, they'll have their hands uh, you know, the hands full of Collingwood defence if they don't have a bit of pressure in the midfield. But, oh, look, it's an amazing game, but we, we, we say this week in, week out, if you win in the midfield, you normally win games, but Collingwood have proven that wrong, that their first, you know, um, con- clearance or contested possession doesn't mean that they're going to get beaten. Yeah. So I, I don't mind if they don't win that, but what you've got to do is do everything you've done during the year well, and this is pressure, this is finals, and this is the best opposition. It is, it is, and the Cats, yeah, they just say, haven't uh, faltered too much. Uh, who's the most important player for Collingwood in your eyes? Is it Scott Pendlebury, or is it Dugowie, or is it Jamie Elliott, uh, or is it the back line? Who's the most important, do you feel, going in uh, for the players? Well, I, I think uh, Braden Maynard could be Ooh. the most important, because I think um, Jeremy Cameron kicked six goals in round three this year. Yep. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, Maury, I don't think, will go with Cameron down the ground because I think his motor just doubles back too much and I'd be worried about that. Murphy could go there um, and I'm worried still about getting up the ground where Maynard he's a pretty defensive beast and, and strong. He could go with him up the ground because he's got a good ticker um, but then he's just got to watch. The one thing about Jeremy Cameron he, and then this, this is no disrespect he's a good cheat. Mm-hmm. He, get, he, he gets back goal side really well yeah. So you've got to make sure that every time he tries to turn around and run backwards to get to get in the forward 50 that you bump him and stop him getting there. And I think Maynard might be able to do that. Other than that, Maynard went on Cripps when Cripps was dominant uh, last week. Um, so, you know, it is, oh, I think he's very important to what's going to happen. But they're all important. Yeah. Uh, everybody's got to play their role uh, and, and Geelong will be thinking the same. Is there anyone, I mean, you obviously mentioned Jeremy Cameron, but what about for the Cats then? Is there, I mean, is there one play near to stop or is it just uh, <laughs> you can't stop them all, so you just got to no, put them in the No, you can't stop them all. Look, I, I think 
the one thing I always believe about Geelong, I think they've done it better than any side in the last decade, is that if they get a plus one in defence, so if you want to roll up a forward to the yep. contest and try and even that out or do what you want to, I would rather just stay at home and fight another battle. Um, you get Tom Stewart or DeConning. DeConning's become a really good intercept mark. So you get Tom Stewart free and back up because your man rolls up to the contest. I, I worry about that. They've done it so well for a decade. So I'd be saying some anybody who of their defenders who gets free is a danger for Collingwood. Right, yeah. No, that's, that's very true. Now, uh, Shuri, uh, I'm not, you, you obviously you know the game very well and, uh, you know, you're an experienced coach. Uh, Essendon are after an experienced coach, mate. Have you, have you thought about uh, putting your hat in the ring for that job? Please, please, <laughs> give me more credit for some intelligence. Um, uh, no, it's a, look, it's an interesting one. I see, uh, I see the players or someone wrote that the players have come out and said they wanted Ross Lyon. That's okay, but let me tell you, you just don't let the inmates run the asylum. Yeah. You know, none of those play, none of those players, if they haven't played under Ross before, yep. how can you comment about how Ross would suit what you need? Um, Ross has to go through this process. If he doesn't go through the process and they give him the job, well, it's a sham again. And, and look, I like Ross. I've got no worries yep. with him getting... If he gets the job because he's gone through the process, but please, when players come out... And they haven't been involved in the process. They've got no idea other than uh, not having pl- not having played under a coach or not just Ross Lyon, anybody. Um, and, and then they come out and say, we'd want him because he's going to be hard. Well, he might have changed. He might have. It mightn't be the way that he coached. Yeah. He, we know he's defensive, but has he got the offensive thing to get you across the line? You know, I, I, oh, these blokes, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's embarrassing for the club. I just hope they get this right because, we're, look, I, I, we want the Victorian sides to go really well. We want every. I don't care who plays in it, but we just want to see good football. This year's been brilliant. Yep. Essendon's probably been the bit disappointment, I reckon. They have, and uh, we were just talking to uh, Lindsay Gilby, and we were just chatting to him about, you know, the dogs uh, clinging to eighth, and that's what the Bombers were sort of last year, and they've, they've completely fallen away, which is sort of unfair for Ben Rutten, in, in my eyes, uh, making a final series, they're missing one, and then he's out. But, um, you know, the, the, them's the breaks, but I'm with you totally with the, 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 the players, and how, they, how could they say what they, you're right, what they want? Yeah, well, I don't know where that came from, yeah. who the players. But, yeah, sometimes we write articles, but, you know, we've got to get it right. Um, uh, which senior player? And, and, look, they're over in Spain now on a footy trip, you know, so they <laughs> must be really thinking too much about it. They, was that with a few uh, grogs in? I don't know. Who knows, who knows. Um, no, with... with um, so, yeah, but, but back to the game. Um, uh, who, who wins this? I mean, do, do you see Collingwood causing an upset uh, on Saturday after or Saturday evening or... Uh, is just Geelong just too strong? Uh, look, you, you've got to do a lot of things wrong against Geelong. They're, yeah. they're, they are, they're the form side, so they're going to go in favours. But, you know, I said to someone the other day, and it, look, there's not a lot of verbalising going around, although we had a bit of an issue with Dane Zorgo last week and a few other things, but that was untoward. But, you know, you, you wouldn't be worried if you were two to three goals up, sort of getting in a few blokes' head to or being around and had... Little, what can I say, failures. When I say failures, Geelong have been great at qualifying yeah. over the last decade, but they haven't won one. Yes. And they've got the, you know, so you just got to keep, if blokes have been involved in that, I, I'd be keep getting in their head, but then you've got to back it up. So, like I said, all those things that come into play about how the game's going to be played, Collingwood is a, a chance. They, they, 
Yeah, you can't win 12 out of 13 games yes. and not be a chance. We're down, we're, Geelong have won, won 13 straight. So it's a, it's a massive build-up. Yep. Uh, Geelong go in favourite because they've done it a different way. They've done it the way that you have to defend the score heavily. Where Collingwood have, um, you know, and, and win contested possessions and clearances. Where Collingwood have done it a different way. Yeah. So th- this is all about this is all about a really important individual sort of. Um, no, no, this is about a team game and how each copes with each, with the pressure that's going to be on the night. Yes, yes, that's going to be absolutely thrilling. Hey, Tony, we might have to leave it there, mate. But uh, look, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm hoping um, it's a it's a cracking game on uh, Saturday night. Uh, and uh, well, let, let, let's hope for your sake the pies get up. <laughs> Yeah, no, we'll see what happens, chaps. But, but like I said, we've got a double chance, but yes. I don't want it. I'd rather go straight to play. <laughs> that would be much easier. Well, Tony, right, appreciate it, mate.